And welcome to a surgical edition of ARG Presents. I'm your good buddy, your good pal, Dr. Aaron, joined by the human epicac. I give you the bread. I'm wearing my patient clothes. Is that what? <laughs> Every time I see you, I lose patience, ironically. So <laughs> that's pretty good. You know, if you joined us last week, and we appreciate those that did, we spun the wheel, we made the deal, Brent. And the deal was forced on us. Uh, thank God we're insured because, bam, it's medical games yes. this week. Medical games, as requested by, I believe, Chris Foles. Chris Foles. Got another one in. Brent, medical games. Now, it's funny because we've actually done a few medical games on the show over the years. Yes. Do any stand out to you? No, I hate medical games. <laughs> Why? I absolutely hate them. Why? Uh, outside of, like, a sim hospital. Yeah. If I'm in there trying to do the surgical work, I hate it. Yeah. I just, I don't like... I, I'm not, I'm not turned off by blood. I'm not yeah. turned off by guts. You're or turned gore. on by blood. No. Creepily enough, no. But I don't want to spend an entire, you know, several hours staring at the inside of a human body, <laughs> regardless if it's cartoony or if it's realistic. Just not my thing. Now a lot of people don't know this, but the brain you used to work at a ho- actual hospital, didn't you? I did. What yep. was that like? Tell tell me what you did. <clears throat> well, I was uh, in charge of making CBTs, which is computer based training uh-huh. for um, uh, surgical trays. Basically, when you go to a surgery, yeah. they have trays that they you pull out, right? Yeah, and you know it's based on what kind of surgery you're doing, <laughs> and it has the tools inside of it. Well, these things cost like thousands of dollars to seal because they have to clean all the tools and then they seal them up uh, uh, so they're sterile. Yeah. And every time you open them, you've got to clean everything again. You got to do the whole process again. So when you're training nurses on what's inside these trays, yeah, if you have to open them up for every nurse that you're showing the stuff to, it gets expensive. Yeah. So they had me come in, photograph trays how they're laid out uh and all that good stuff name all the instruments that are in them yeah and then i put it into a uh slideshow that you could just click through and you'd you'd show the tray and they would show each individual piece and what it does and what it's for yeah and uh then i trained the nurses how to make the CBTs. Huh, so you train nurses, eh? Well... A chilling thought, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> now, you know, if you you can almost make a game out of what you did. A boring game. <laughs> a boring, dumb you game. Can, you yeah. Can actually, you can actually make a game out of it. I just remember, I've got a picture of you wearing scrubs, yeah. and it's the most chilling sight on earth. If you ever need an excuse to stay healthy, the Brent, <laughs> Dr. Brent is the number one reason. Now, let's look back. So we've played medical games, I would say count. We played Microchasm, your favorite, on the uh, uh, Amiga 32. We played MASH. I count that one. We've also played, um, we played at least one more. What was the other one we did? We did another one. You don't know? Don't know your own show? Well done. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. I don't remember the 270-plus episodes <laughs> that we do every week. Well, fair enough. They blend fair together. Enough. So there were plenty of options this week. Uh, I looked at several. You know, I'm kind of like you. I don't want to necessarily operate on a sucker, you know, but I would like to... Uh, try, I want to explore different aspects of medicine and so or medical field stuff, which is why I chose the game I did. But I mean, what are the if you think about it, what are the big what are the big uh, high points of medical games? Are there any that you play a lot? You know, games that have that well, sort of motif. You had, I think, probably the most famous one that I can think of is the uh, surgery simulator game. Yeah, that's completely off the wall. It's got all the the. Like rubber arms physics, and you break the guy's ribs open, and you just throw them in the trash, and you have to replace the heart by just ripping one out, putting another. My one God, in. that sounds that's a real game. Yeah, yeah. They don't do that in real life, do they? Throw guys' ribs <laughs> in the garbage? Usually not, Aaron. That's usually frowned upon on the medical community. Oh my God! Not to give you the insider <gasps> tips, but that's yeah. literally as inside as you can get right there. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's a silly game, but it was a very popular game. 
really, medicine games outside of the sim hospital realms. Yeah, I, I've just I haven't played a bunch. There's a, there's plenty of modern uh, medical type games where you do surgery. And sure, stuff, but that's too gross for me. I was out like as, as deep into the actual medical. I want as I want to go. It's something like we're looking at here, Doctor Mario <laughs> throwing pills into a cup. That's up like my speed. But wait, <laughs> man, that's that's the West Virginia solution right there. Yeah, you got that. Nah, right. Just throw some more pills at it. You know, so we had. Uh, 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 and by the way, why, just one quick thing before we move on. You had mentioned, you had sort of alluded last week that you were going to play uh, like a sim game. What yeah. happened? I changed my mind. <gasps> I'm sure glad you did. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> so we had plenty of games to choose from this week, Brent. I definitely am going to lead the charge today. Absolutely, man. because we sort of, we were both sort of thinking along the same lines, weren't we, the Brent on this Well, one. yeah, considering I picked my game and then you later messaged me that you picked my game. Yeah. And I was like, uh, what are you talking about, man? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it called out to me, but luckily I had a backup. So tell the people what medical game you're looking at this week. We are going to take a look at Rex Roden, Experimental Surgeon. See, that name's what got me. <laughs> that, and the fact that I've never heard of this. I was like, how did I not hear about this one? It sounds great. What's yeah. the scoop? <clears throat> this is a Super Nintendo game. And before we get into it, we have to we have to a little explore who the publisher for this was. Because the publisher kind of puts all this into perspective. This the publisher for this was Raya Systems. And I bet you're thinking, man, I've never heard of that. Well, nope. there's a reason. They made four games and they were all <clears throat> medical based or not I'm sorry, not necessarily medical, but Educational-based games. Yeah. You've got Bronchi, the Brontosaurus, that talks about, uh, uh, like, air pollution and whatnot. You've got you've got Captain Novalin, uh, uh-huh. and he uh, is out there teaching you about diet, being diabetic. Uh, you've what? got Packy and Marlin. Uh, no, I'm sorry. They are the diabetic elephants. They are two elephants that are, are diabetic. That's a kick in the pants. Uh, Captain Novelin, it just teaches you the uh, uh, the dangers of sugar not, and a good diet. <clears throat> and you've also got Rex Ronan, the experimental surgeon. Now, Aaron, Rex wants to tell you that smoking is bad. Oh, right? I know. They make sure you know. And the entire opening cinematic to Rex <clears throat> is... is Saying, you know what, smoking—it's going to kill you. If you look at—if you look at a cigarette, you're dead. It's over. They're not so, wrong. I mean, uh, no, in all honesty. Oh no, smoking bad. <laughs> There's no question about it. Uh, so you—you you start the game. You get the open cinematic that <clears throat> this gentleman who worked for the tobacco industry started smoking at a very young age, 15, I believe, is what they said, and he is now dying on the operating table. But apparently this is the most important person on the planet because they're going to save him. And what they're going to do to save him is shrink down a a surgeon using experimental technology and inject him in the old body. That old trope, eh? They're marching that one out again, aren't they? So... You know, what's the biggest danger uh, of smoking? You, You get... Tar and cancer in the lungs. You've got, you know, the diseased heart. Yeah. No. First thing Rex is taking care of, dental. Well, you, <laughs> you forgot one of the most important parts of the game. What's the that? Opening cinematic. The uh, the bad guy tobacco company. You forgot to mention them because they they don't want Rex to save this guy. So because they'll make it smoky look bad. So they <laughs> they put a bunch of weapons into the into the guy. Well, they put a big pad. They just put him in his mouth. And send them down. So apparently, the the smoky people also have access to this technology. That's or they got an inside guy. That's correct. And they put a pile of weapons. I was going to say. Let me tell you something. They did a much better job because this guy is weaponized. This guy's NATO is like backing off. They're yeah. like, all right, we're not going to mess with these of guys. Course, NATO has more than three weapons. <laughs> is the difference? Yeah, but but great abundance. So you start off in this dude's mouth. Yeah. And, and, and the game plays as a side-scrolling shooter? <laughs> it's more like it reminded me sort of like... It's a contra. If someone took Turrican and stuck him in your face. <laughs> That's what this guy... He's, he's mouthican. 
Because so, you're in there, you're, you're in there cleaning teeth. You're cleaning teeth. That's right. Because when a man is laying on a surgical table, getting ready to die of heart failure, yeah, clean those teeth. That, that's, that's that's. I was wondering about that myself. Screw dentistry. <laughs> we you know, this is the most important thing. I guess efficiency was a real big deal with these guys. I'm like, well, you're starting <laughs> in here. My God, thank God they didn't put them in anally. We had a real problem. So you. Technically speaking, you don't have to do nothing. You can actually just run to the end of the level. I think that it requires you to, to, to clean like a little bit. And I, I wasn't mean, clear on how much you had to clean. And I mean a little, yeah. little bit. And you can just bypass the whole level run to the end. Uh, and then you are, now you're at the back of the throat. And you travel down the dude's throat, right? Yeah. And, and this dude has way bigger problems than teeth problems. He has complete blockages all the way down his throat. And it, it is one of these behind... The, you fly on your ship. You have a ship. And you fly behind the ship down the throat. And there are circles of mucus blockage... Yeah. I never quite understood. They, they, they explained in the cutscene. Yeah, that rotate. It's yeah. they're rotating this dude's throat, and with one little like open hole that you can fly your ship down. Why is Rex not taking care of that? You know what this reminded me of this scene. <laughs> Remember, there's a set, there's a very similar scene in Ash's Amarella where you did the same thing. Remember Ash, the laziness game, where you fly the yes. ship through that thing that, and it rotates. It's what it's, it's like the non laziness game version of that. So you you bypass, screw the blockages. You got other places to be. Yeah. So you head straight to the old lungs. By the way, did you try to tip to shoot any of the little green the globules? I, I just held the button down. Yeah, because you can't see them coming. They yeah. come right at oh, you. Oh no, we're gonna go back to gameplay. Oh, I just want to get all this I'm out of the way. Go ahead. So you head to the lungs, and the the lungs are the same as the teeth level. You travel through it. You can shoot all the precancerous cells. Uh, there's some tar that you can clean up. And your weapon on this, you hold the button, and then you can shoot in eight directions. It's yeah. one of those type of affairs. Uh, your guy is also a martial arts expert. Yeah. Because he, he has a, a wider range of jump kicks, kicks, and sweeps. Did you ever use any of those? Oh, yeah. You I, have to. I didn't ever use them. Um but they don't clean. They're just to defeat the bad robots. You can't kick. You can't kick the cancer. That's right. Uh, something else that you'll find, and this this is something in the game you can actually turn on or off. Are there are little information nodules in this guy's system, right? And when you when you activate them, it will come up with a smoking true or false fact. Like, smoking is bad. I didn't see that. How did you get to that? Oh, you probably just didn't turn them on. Yeah, maybe I guess I didn't have them on. They're they're randomly put throughout the level. Oh, okay. Well, I missed out on that. So you shoot them, and and it will come up with a smoking fact. If the answer is true... You can collect them, and it will destroy everything on oh, the screen. Oh, wait, I did see those. I didn't pay attention to the flavor text, and I wonder why occasionally it's exploded. If, if the, that explains that. If it's if the statement is false and you collect it, you blow yourself up and do a bunch of damage. Okay, that makes sense to me. I never really, I never understood how that worked. I thought, you know, I was like, well, are these good or bad? Sometimes they help you, and sometimes they hose you. I didn't even look at the fact. <laughs> so that that is the driving edutainment part of the game. Yeah. So you clear out one lung, then you fly over and you clear out the other lung. It's the same the same basic concept every every time. You it, it's a run and gun with a slight maze elements cut up between uh, segments where you're flying in your ship in a tube and you have to avoid the strange rotating yeah, mucus it, it ball. It changes colors. So sometimes it's mucus Sometimes it's like a, a cholesterol plaque, or plaque, yeah. yeah. Um, so after the lungs, you go to the heart, and then after the heart, you travel back up into the brain uh, and, and clean it out, and that's the, that's the whole lot of the game. Uh, it, it's fairly short. How far did you get in this, Aaron? I got to the I got to the end of the heart level. The where pro- where the you had to clear is, out the blood clot. That's right, and I, I didn't get that. I didn't get any farther. And, and trust me, this was another one that took a lot of uh, patience. 
Uh, which I'm sure you're going to get to why. But yeah, so I didn't get to see the brain. I had to go back and watch the video to see what the brain looked like. I, I got to the exact same thing. I feel pretty good to get in that far. I feel pretty well, no, confident. The game is not. The game isn't hard, but we'll, well get to why it is that. hard. Yeah. So you have all this. This sounds like a fairly competent package. Yeah. They weren't going. They weren't trying to uh, do something incredibly original or really impressive. They were just trying to do an educational game that they thought the kids would think were fun. The, and this is on the Super Nintendo, so this it's a system that has plenty of power for a game like this. Uh, and the sprites are very large. Uh, the sound, you know, I don't remember the sound at all, so I guess it wasn't offensive. Yeah. Um, but the game is janky. Yeah. And I mean bad. Uh, if you get more than two or three enemies on the screen at the same time, it starts going into chug mode, where it just slows down to a crawl. Aaron, at one time, I had seven, yes, seven enemies on the screen at the same time. The frame rate was just gone. Let me guess. I'm guess it, was, it just happened when at one point you're like, screw fighting these guys. I'm running. <laughs> and, and they followed you. That, this thing is like Blackboro at EQ. You got a train of these gizmos <laughs> coming at you. That's it. That's it. <laughs> so it was very poorly optimized. Now the sprites are fairly decent size. Uh, the bad guy sprites are really big. And they're and they're decently detailed. The environment is mostly just lines, and uh, yeah, the backgrounds kind of look organic, sorta. Um, everything is just eh. It's a it's a fine level of eh. And if the game played well, we it would be an okay game. But it doesn't play well. It plays horribly, horribly bad. Uh, outside of the the frame rate drops when there's enemies on screen, the uh, weapon that you use, the eight directional firearm, uh, which you can get upgrades for, but if you do, you're screwed because you'll never be able to clear off uh, stuff like the the blood clot and whatnot. The upgrades are I couldn't tell. I mean, they look different. I mean, one was yeah. like a steady stream, and one was like a pole shot, the ones I saw. But I didn't ultimately see where they made that much difference. Oh, when you're trying to clean a surface, that makes a tremendous well, the, difference. Well, the streaming one was better to clean with. Yes. But, I mean, uh, talking in terms of da doing damage to the bad guys. No, they're about the same. Well, no, the, uh, the other one did a lot more damage to the bad guys. So, you have bad weapon upgrades, horrible, horrible janky frame rate issues, and the hit detection on this thing, garbage. <laughs> Absolute garbage. It only registers the end of your little flamethrower gun. So even if you're shooting through an enemy, it just doesn't hurt them. It's incredibly frustrating. Um, <clears throat> on top of that, when the bad guys hit you, you have the knockback effect. And you do have some invincibility frames, although they're not visual you don't like blink or anything. You just have a few invincibility frames. It is very common for you to bounce between enemies for a long amount of time. Oh, yeah. Now, the game gives you a fair amount of health, and there is technically a time limit that absolutely was never an issue for me. Um, but the the poor playability is, is to the point where you will die just from the game being stupid. And the enemies are tough. They take an incredible uh, large amount of hits. Even if you kick them, the kicking is probably the most powerful uh, thing outside of the smart bombs, the, or the smart fact bombs, um, which just kill everything on the screen. Uh, but just like the gun, the, the hit detection on it is very bad. Aaron, what did you think of Rex Ronan? You know... Again, you mentioned, I also tried to pick this. Because this is one of those games, if you look at, like, the box or, like, screenshots, you're like, hey, hey, this looks pretty good. Yeah. You know, then you play it. Rex has, like, his the number of frames dedicated to his movement is a jumping are not good. Several. It reminded me of, like, what was that game we played? Bob Winter? Remember the guy could jump, but it, it was, the frame rate was up. That was on an old computer. 
This should have been better. Yes. The uh, I will say the best the level the opening level is the best one with the teeth and the mouth. I thought that was pretty. That was actually kind of cool. I kind of like the Turkin style gun. You know, the, but here are the things that make the Turkin style gun not great. I guess this is part of the game. When you're using it, you can't. You there's no running gun in this. No, game. you stop. You, you stop and you shoot. And also, you can't shoot and then and while ducking, you have to duck and then shoot while ducking. You can't duck as you're shooting. And a lot of times, you have to duck to shoot the enemies because their bullets will go over you. The enemies suck. They suck. They don't. They. I mean, they look okay, but they're just not very interesting looking. There's only, there's only a few of them. There's a floating thing. There's a satellite dish looking thing, and there's just a walking laser shooting thing. <laughs> and at the end of the level, there's just like a beam shooting thing. That's it. There's like four enemies, and they suck. Okay, they they're no good. The levels in this are bizarre. Because it's almost freeforming where you walk around. I mean, it gives you mild directions as to where you're supposed to go. It gives you something that resembles a map. But if you look at the map, it just looks like somebody scraggled some yeah, on yeah. a bar napkin. You know, trying to figure out what to do. Uh, Although, really, walls are just a suggestion. Yeah. Because you can clip through them all day long. The problem, also, your guy jumps with a big front flip, a la Impossible Mission 2. But he, but the difference is, in Possible Witcher 2, the guy's jumping on flat surfaces. This guy's jumping upward. So you have to, when you have to fit yourself into a, a small uh, hole, it takes a lot of trial and error to get through that hole. You're never going to get good at it. That you're right. The bad guys get you between them and screw you. Also, the bad guys respawn, which is a no-no. I mean, after you've already been somewhere, yeah. they come back. And if you don't shoot them, they don't leave. So you've got bad guys respawning all over you. While you're actually trying to get through the level, if you try to just run through the level and not do anything, which you can do, you've got a horde of bad guys on your tail, and you have to stop eventually and hit them. But it's a frustrating game. It, the, I think the bones of a decent game are here. I like I mean, the graphics, especially the first level, they're pretty good. I like the concept behind it, sort of. I mean, it's, it's a heavy-handed game when it comes to, like, Smoking. Well, it's supposed to be. Yeah. I thought the ending was pretty funny, where that you save a guy and then like he turns heel, <laughs> yeah. I turns face, and then uh, a berry smoking again. Basically, no one smokes anymore. Yeah, one guy was able to change a billion dollar industry like yeah. that. So I thought that I thought that was kind of cool. But I mean, I mean, is this a good game? No. Hmm. Could it have been a passable game? Yes. It could have been if they'd made a few changes. They need to get the frame rate up to code. They need to get the hit detection up to code. <clears throat> and they need to tweak the enemies. I mean, if you had to keep them, okay. But, I mean, I would have put different enemies in there. I don't like the sub. I don't like the subtext where they s stuck enemies in this guy's mouth. How did they get access to this guy? You know what I'm saying? No one noticed they, a guy came in and stuck a big wad of crap in this guy's mouth. Why did they just kill him? Why did they, you know what I'm saying? Why did they just kill the guy? You've got access to his mouth. Just poison him. You ever put a gun in his mouth? I mean, that's all. They chose to do the dumb thing <laughs> and, and put miniaturized weapons in his mouth. How did the weapons get through the tube? By the hundreds, by the way. Hundreds of these robots. And something else that one would wonder is, it seems to me that what's more deadly, a globule or a spiked laser shooting walking <laughs> yeah. robot? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like you kill all those. You leave tons of those in there. <laughs> that can't be good, right? That can't be healthy. Also, at the end where you're shooting, you're to keep the guy from smoking, you're shooting his brain. Yes. That doesn't sound right, does it? Is that how that works? A lobotomy, baby. If you don't like the way someone acts, you miniaturize Rex, <laughs> send him in there, and suddenly he's a good guy. It's like, no, I do like puppies. I, I, I'm allergic to them, but screw it. Rex went in there and, and shot away the stuff that told me I didn't like him. You know, so it was a. It's a weird concept. It's a. It's a. It's actually. It's a. It's a completely uh, uh, reused concept. But the 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 wackiness of the delivery, of the concept. I begrudgingly like this. I wouldn't have played it as long as I did. But I mean, I like it because I like garbage. And this is one of those games. That it's uh, it's I mean this is way better than Microchasm. Oh yeah, and I don't mean because it's a better game. It's just far wackier than Microchasm. You know, the, I mean every part of this is is strange. I wish they had different. They had a little bit of level variance, but there's so much room for more. 
I thought there'd be some side scrolling shooting with the ship because they've got the ship rendered in the side view. Yeah. But there never is. Nope. And I, I thought that was strange. I thought it was a missed opportunity. And also, the body isn't what I would call, once you get into different areas, it's not that interesting or varied. I mean, it's mostly well, some backgrounds. Yeah. I mean, it's I, I like to have seen some different stuff. Like when you're breathing, like air going through. No, they no you're some, going way past what saying, this game is. The concepts are there to do something interesting, and they just didn't do it. So, yeah, I... This one, it didn't do it for me. But, I mean, hey, some people now, Aaron, might dig it. Aaron, how do you think a game like this comes to exist? What, what do you mean? I don't know. I, someone wanted money? A game like this comes to exist because it, it got uh, received funding from the U.S. Agency uh, of Healthcare Research and Quality. Oh, so we paid for this then. Oh, that's dandy. <laughs> and they actually... Took the prototype of this game and they gave it to kids, right? Okay. And, and, okay. And they and they said, children, you know that scene in, in uh, uh, The Simpsons where they're reviewing the Itchy and Scratchy? Yeah. <laughs> if you like Rex, turn the knob to the left. <laughs> yes. If, if you feel like, like smoking, turn the knob to the right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, they, they let kids play the prototype and, and then ask kids, like, hey, kids, do you want to know more about smoking prevention now? And all the kids were like, yeah, I want to talk about tobacco. Oh, so it's like this. Now, of course, there was no, <laughs> there was no uh, 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 write-up on this uh, report that they did. There were no hard statistics. There was no uh, uh, base group to base this information off of. But they deemed it a success. Ding! <laughs> so this did what it was set out to do. Now, Aaron, I believe we have a uh, a user review on this. Is that correct? We do have one. We actually do have one. So uh, I think this was Spinny. Again, I can't, I'm can't. i having trouble seeing who wrote these. I think it was Spinny who wrote this. Spinny writes... Uh, Oh my, what can I say about this? It starts as an advertisement for stopping smoking and how the evil tobacco company has caused our patient to be uh, on death's door. Our hero is tasked with removing all the harmful effects inside the body, so he shrinks down and starts zapping tar from teeth whilst battling robots. If you say it like that, that's not kind of dopey. <laughs> Shooting glo globules of uh, phlegm from the trachea then wiping out cancerous cells from the lungs. All the time, evil robots surround and try to kill you at every opportunity. I got killed inside the lungs and then decided I would rather be doing something else. Three out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go. I think that's fair. I think that's, well, I mean, I, 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 yes, I suppose so. Now, Aaron, I have a question for yes, you. Yes, sir. What do you think that Rex Ronan, experimental surgeon, goes for today on the, on the uh, market? Was this just a normally released game? Like, did you buy this at Walmart or something? Yes. Okay, then I'm guessing it probably didn't go for that much. Uh, because Unless it was didn't sell well, although that is a possibility, I suppose. Uh, well, you're wrong. <laughs> if you, want, okay, if you well, want the loose cart, I'm just talking just the cart. Yeah. $160 dues. No. If, really? Yeah. So this is a rare card. If you want, you can actually buy this, Aaron, right now, new, sealed, in box, for $700. Oh, my God. Please don't. Please don't. Give that lady a charity. Yeah, a loose cart between $160 and $180. Uh, and these are sold prices, by the way. Yeah. And, and there is one on eBay right now listed Absolutely brand new sealed in the box for, for uh, the big money. That is so. baffling. That is baffling. So, thumbs up or down from you on this one? <laughs> no, this, this, this is no good. No good. No <laughs> well, listen. Good. You know, I went a different way than you. Yeah, because you tried to go my way, and I said, no, yeah. go somewhere else. I can go my own. I did. I went my own way because you stole my game. I, even I you picked, picked it first. Even you picked it first. <laughs> And, but this is one of those few times, it's like when someone steals something from you, but you hated it, and so you're happy it's gone. <laughs> That's what this was. So what it did do was let me go back. One of my favorite machines over the past couple of years, this show has really turned me on to this machine. That's yeah. a TI-994A. We both are in the yes. TI. It's very we good. We don't get enough TI coverage, but we're trying. 
And so I thought to myself, <clears throat> what are different aspects of the medical game field that I haven't played? You know, I've played the doctor. You know, I've played uh, the ship going into the body. I've done this stuff. But I'm like, what is something I haven't tried yet? And what I haven't tried is the part where you actually pick that patient up and bring him to the doctor. And so let's, I thought, let's go that route. And bam, it's an ambulance, ladies and gentlemen. Let's, we're, we're playing an ambulance on the TI-994A. <laughs> ambulance uh, released in 83, the second quarter, it says here, and uh, was uh, released by a publisher called Funware. We're getting to fun, uh, Funware in a minute. Programmed by a guy named Kent Stevenson, who worked uh, for Funware. And originally was priced for $39.95, uh, and was available, uh, I found out, on cartridge, but also you could get this on disc. Oh. This was a TI exclusive, by the way. Let's talk about Funware real quick. Because I looked, at, I actually found a couple of really interesting videos on Funware. So, Funware was an outfit out of Richardson, Texas. And it was one of the few companies that TI uh, permitted to manufacture cartridge software for the TI. Because you'll recall, Ti had like a dr- draconian grip on their on their cartridges, very, very Nintendo-like, right? And so they were tough to deal with. Uh, the president of uh, the uh, Funware was a guy named Michael Brothers. Of course, they're a Texas company, so that may have been part of the reason why they got uh, access to this thing. And they released some games, and it had a bunch left on the burner. So they've got a bunch of games that they were, were never released, but you can play. Uh, the release games, as far as I could tell, were Rabbit Trail, Hen House, uh, Video Vegas, Driving Demon, and St. Nick. There's a, a, a whole bunch of other ones that were released, including ports. Like, there were a couple ports, including Crisis Mountain, which we covered on, I think, CCD4 uh, a while back. Uh, I've got it on good authority that uh, one of the uh, one of the unreleased games called Lobster Bay is really good. So I'm going to try to work that into my uh, into my stick. So I found this blurb from uh, from Williams, uh, and where he talked about uh, the fact that they were going to have to stop making uh, TI games, uh, and this was and they stopped making them in December of '83. So this game was one of the few they released. He says uh, it looks like there's no way to continue business in the traditional sense uh, because uh, it doesn't make sense. That's just the way it is. No one's purchasing the TI-99. No one's buying games for it. Yeah. Uh, so he, the funny thing is, and I read this a bunch of places, uh, there were three companies that were interested in purchasing Funware, and the three companies, get this, you've got Activision, pretty good, you got Epics, pretty good, and then you've got Creative Software. Guess which one they, <laughs> guess which one they chose. Wah, 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 yeah, they went with Creative Software, and they did release stuff with Creative uh, but uh, unfortunately, that was where that was pretty much where they ultimately went away. Uh, and uh, ironically, the reason that Epics and Activision were interested in them was because they had, were publishing on the TI, and they had guys that were making games on the TI. Yeah. And so Epics and Activision eventually just published their own stuff on the TI. But ultimately, it was all for not. Um, I mentioned this uh, was a program by a fellow named Kent Stevenson. He did a couple games on the TI. He did one called Ant Colony, which looks pretty good. But the one that fascinates me is called Schnozola. It has you in the titular role of a big-nosed dude on this, like, uh, pyramid-looking thing. Like, it was like a step pyramid. And you go, it's like a Pac-Man game. You go around collecting dots, and then you jump down to the next level while balls roll down at you. So it's sort of like... Sort of like Hubert meets Crystal Castles, I guess would be the best way to describe it. It looks, right. it looks pretty interesting. Ant Colony looks okay, too. It has you going around exterminating ants. It's sort of similar to Ambulance uh, in a few ways. Uh, this game supports the keyboard or the joystick and is a one-player game. If you flip the back of the box of this thing, it says, Race your ambulance through the city to save ailing citizens, avoiding cars and approaching trains uh, while making use of your emergency shelters. Score points for safe patient deliveries. Faster deliveries gets more points. And I did manage to find the instructions for this, which we'll get into. That kind of lays out the points of this. But let's get to the game proper. It won't take too long to describe uh, ambulance. So you do play an ambulance in this game. You get this overhead view of a city 
that's not unlike uh, the first level of Poltergeist on the Coco, if you ever played that, where you run around trying to get parts to summon the demon. In this case, you're actually going around and picking up patients. So the uh, this game has you in the ambulance role, and what you do in this game, it's actually quite simple. It's a simple concept for a game. You drive through the town, and when you see a house flash, sort of like Ghostbusters, you drive to that house. Again, this also has a lot of Ghostbusters elements to it, where you actually, the overhead map view, where you drive your vehicle, except in this game, it stays on that map. You don't just, it doesn't go to a car view, so it's all overhead. So when you see a house flashing, it's time to drive the ambulance to go pick up the patient. When you get there, you push towards the house. It's sort of like you're parking the ambulance. Yeah, it even shifts. And you hit your button, or if you use the keyboard, you hit the Q button. I use the keyboard on this, by the way. Uh, and once you once you uh, pick the patient up, the siren goes off, and all you have to do is drive back to the hospital. The hospital has a big uh, like driveway. You drive in, hit the Q button, it'll drop your patient off, and then you go and you go back out. That's all there is to it. Uh, along the way, there are obstacles. So the city planners here in ambulance should be fired and maybe <laughs> should be killed because the one thing that they did do was they built the they built the hospital directly behind the railroad tracks. So everywhere you go, to get back to the hospital, you have to watch out for trains. Trains can be as few as two cars and up to five cars yes. long. Yep. So you can sit there at the train tracks waiting to deliver your patient. Yeah. Just died in the back. <laughs> it happens all the time. Also, multiple uh, multiple emergencies can happen at once, but you can only hold one patient. So you always have to go back to the hospital, drop off your patient, and then go back out. Now, as the as the uh, houses flash, they will change colors. Okay, this is important uh, because that means something basically. And what it means is you're oh you're losing points among other things. Because as those as the uh, houses change color, that means the patient in there is getting worse and worse. Right. They go from white to orange to black. Well, it's clearly red, but okay. Well, it, to me it was orange. But anyway, once you once you uh, you go past black, that patient's dead, and you lose. You you can only have so many death things. You can have five deaths before your game is over. Yeah. So there's two ways you can lose in this game. You can lose by losing all your ambulances, which we'll get to, and you can lose by having just not picking up people in time and them dying. And then that, so you can lose that, I guess, because you're incompetent, you know. <laughs> now, you think to yourself, well, I'm in an ambulance, and when you hit that horn, especially, people will get out of the way. Not in this town. They hate you and everything you've loved. There are two city maps. The first map has clearly marked right-of-ways on it, and the cars go in a predictable manner. Uh, but one thing they won't do is they won't stop under any circumstances unless they stop for each other. They will. Yeah. That's the funny thing. They'll stop for one another, but not for the ambulance. In fact, they'll they'll hit your ambulance with delight and glee. Uh, so you can, and even if you're in front of one and it's coming up on your tail, they won't slow down or stop under any circumstances. <laughs> nope. uh, the the traffic on the first level runs in certain uh, up down and left right in certain ways. They're predictable ways. Yes. All right. And so the first level you can get through it. I'd say I'm not gonna say easily, but you can get used to it. Uh, but the second level is sheer madness. This level has no rhyme or reason. The cars uh, just travel down these roads. I will say the cars don't turn them back on themselves, but otherwise they just keep going. There's lots of loops uh, that they go around, and your job is to get, it's, it's the same thing. You go through the level picking up these patients, but you can have cars on you all the time, right on your tail. They will run into your back. They'll run into you head first. They don't care. It would explain why this town has so many emergencies, <laughs> because the citizens are all have no fear factor. Yes, they don't care. <laughs> Something else that I thought was amusing is that occasionally, in fact, often you'll go back to the same house two, three times <laughs> at a level. So I don't know what's going on in these houses. Maybe it's a fire. Maybe there's a murderer in there. I don't know. But you have to go back to them multiple times. But eventually, as I mentioned, if you clear the if you clear the level, and to be honest with you, I'm not sure what ends the level because it literally ends. Mid level, it just literally yeah. changes, and you're on the second level without even knowing what happened. But that's so you did enough to clear the level. Uh, again, the you, points are are awarded on how quickly you get to the house and how quickly you get them back to the hospital. Keeping in mind that on the second level, not only did you have to deal with the train 
But you also have to deal with all these people driving everywhere. And the combination of the two, and the second level in particular, is real nasty. Because, the, again, the train is unforgiving. If you hit any part of it, you're killed. Uh, the game is a point game. You go on until you have run out of ambulances or you've run out of, uh, or too many people have died. Yeah. And that's the game. Uh, it's a simple game. What did you think of this one? I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, this is a fun uh, play with your buddy, try to get the high score type game. Mm-hmm. Now, Aaron, I found a little quirk about this game. I don't know if you re- if you noticed this or not. All right, go ahead. So you go and you get your patient, right? Yeah. You don't have to take him back to the hospital. Right. And I'm okay. not saying you can do, you, you just drive around with him, and you can do that too. You can go and drop him off at other houses. <laughs> really? And he's, and he's still in whatever condition you picked him up in. So if you picked him up in critical condition and just chuck him into another house, he's still in critical condition. Yeah. And you can just drive off and get another patient and let him die somewhere else. What? <laughs> well, only you would even think to do that. You're an evil man. You know, so I would I would grab grab a patient right, and then one would be blinking black. You know, getting ready to die. Yeah. I'd be like, well, crap, if I don't go get that guy right now, he's going to die. So I would just chuck a patient in the nearest neighbor's yard, go and get the critical <laughs> guy, drop him off, and then go and pick up the other guy. I love it. So I love that. A fun little bit, of, uh, a fun little tidbit there. Yeah. Uh, but this is a fun points game. Um, the sound is annoying, though. And I mean, real annoying, because it doesn't have the nice. Uh, raise an octave, lower an octave ambulance sound. It's, it's just, just one long it's like, note. <laughs> just, over. just in the, it's like an air raid siren. Hey, you know, I forgot to mention the night before you continue speaking of the sound. This game opens weirdly with the theme from Alfred Hitchcock Presents. Yeah. So that was an odd that was an odd choice. Yeah. I guess when it comes to what would you pick as an ambulance theme? I saw there's a show called Ambulance. But I mean what fits that theme? Airwolf. Airwolf? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> what this is so Alfred Hitchcock does? Well, that's a good point. Um no, but this was a fun game. You're not going to spend hours with this game. No. Uh, you're going to get in there. You're going to play a few games. You're going to try to beat your high score. You're going to do goofy stuff. And then you're going to put it aside. Uh, it, it, the controls are perfect. You can double back on yourself, which means yeah. if you're going left and then you just press right, it's not like you have to go around the block to start going right again. Right. You just instantly start going the other direction. Um do I like that? Eh, you know, for a game like this, I think it's fine because this is a, this is an arcade maze game. You can do um, that in a real car, boy. No, you can't. It's slam it reverse. <laughs> uh, well, if the guy just backed up, that'd have been different. But anyway, uh, it, it, the sound is really bad, but that's the only bad aspect of the game. This game is fun, which is the most important part. It's very colorful too. Yeah. This this the uh, the roofs on all the neighborhood houses come in like blue and yellow and pink and green. <coughs> Excuse me. They all have nice green yards, green lawns. Uh, but I mean, it's blocks is what we're talking about here. No, they're, but they're, it's, no, they're pastel colored blocks. Listen, I mean, but don't don't fool the people. No, no. I'm like, it's not a graphical tour de force here. It's. It's not. It doesn't have to be. They could have literally just made rectangles all over the place. They did. No, they didn't. At least, the, <laughs> at least the rectangles are 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 you know they're not just rectangles. Some of them have. Well, you can see they've got an elongated porch. Some of them have little uh, like garages and stuff. Yeah. I, I I think they went above and beyond. Well, in that I regard. think they did it slightly above what you could do. I'll give you that. Um, the. Uh, uh, Patient dying off the the time it takes from from to go to red, from white to red to black. Yeah, I think is appropriate. Yeah. I think it's just enough time. I wish there were more levels. Right. When you play through the first map and it goes to the second, and the second map you just repeat to the first. Yeah. But I'm not going to kill it on that. Uh, the sound is the worst by far. You're going to want to just turn the sound off completely. That's well, not that bad. No, it is. That sound's really annoying well, to I mean, hear. It makes it me happy because it's only on whenever you pick up somebody. Which is all the time. Yeah, but you've got to have an ambulance in your car. That makes it more fun. So I like that. Uh, but I enjoyed this game quite a bit. You know, I almost sent this over to Happy. Happy Cody. Because <laughs> I thought to myself, here's a game. <clears throat> the concept is simple. 
And the game is fun, but it could if you tweaked some stuff and added a little bit of flair to it, you could have something real interesting here. You could have, I mean, you're right. It needs more streets. It needs more uh, maps. Uh, maps to play on, you know. Like, hey, having a double track to get across, something like that. You know, make it real tough since these towns are horrible, you know. And also, you could have, like, different types of... Uh, of uh, cars or weather conditions or road conditions, anything. You come up with a bunch of ideas that you can enhance this thing. But I think there's... I think there's, And the thing is, a game like this could be on every system we ever, ever played, pretty much. Maybe like, yeah. Even, like, the pet and stuff could pull this off. Yeah, oh, yeah. And so there's something to it. Like I said, it reminds me sort of... Uh, like I said, some of it reminds me of different games. But the concept's different enough to where I think it's a lot of fun. This is a TI exclusive. It was never... Uh, release on any other machines, and it was never... I've never played a game quite like it, you know, so I think it, there's enough uniqueness there that it would be fun to port. This would be like a, a, a game that, like, baby's first port. If you're getting into coding, you're like, yeah, I'm going to make a game or port something. This wouldn't be the worst thing to port over. And like Brent said, if, like, I watched the guy who went for the world record. In fact, we're watching this video right now. And uh, uh, such as it is, I mean, it maybe I don't know how the records game is here for ambulance, but it's still this is a game where if you get a high score. Like I was tickled pink when I got twenty five hundred points, and I looked, and this guy got eleven thousand. Yeah, and I mean that's no easy task. This game, uh, um, you know, it, the difficulty ramps up, I guess, in terms of the, the speed of the amount of cars, the amount of trains. That's something else you could do to it. It would be add, make the map bigger. You know, make certain areas more difficult to get to. But I like this game a lot. I thought it was a lot of fun. I was surprised, Brad. I didn't know if you'd like it or not. So I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised with that. Well, I think that this game has enough extra touches that it didn't have to have, but it did have. Yeah. Like the point over to the curb when you pick up a patient. Yeah. I, I think that is brilliant. The different shaped houses. Uh, being able to drop people off into other people's lawns. Yeah, that I didn't know. All that kind of stuff, for me, that's when you take a game and you make it extra special. Yeah. And that's what they did here. They had a good concept, they had a good base game, and then they did some of the extra steps to make it extra special. You can even render this and like... They, this could have been a mini game like GTA or something, but think about it. Oh, absolutely. Like where you did this, and it would have been fun. So this has multiple... This thing's brimming with concepts. Uh, just let me know if you're interested. I'll tell you, I've got plenty. We did get a review. Spinny's back. He says, uh, Ambulance, a simple but infuriating game. I crashed immediately into a train directly outside the hospital more than once. <laughs> Town planning its best. You drive around collecting patients uh, from what must be the sickest town in the world. Then drive them back to the hospital collecting points for successful delivery. Cars wait patiently as they observe the driving rules in one-way system on level one, but happily crash into your ambulance given the chance. I managed to get to the second level where the map changes and got mad as the roads are offset and I couldn't seem to control the ambulance to save my life. Then I gave up. Five out of ten. <laughs> there you go. I looked on eBay to see what this was going for. It's funny, I didn't see the cartridge version, but I did see a disc version, which I didn't know existed, that someone and it was just the instructions uh, for the disc, but it does say disc version for eight ninety five. So I don't know how rare this cartridge is, but I couldn't seem to uh, to locate it. But this one's one uh, that I mean, again, is this the best game you're ever going to play? No, but it's fun and more fun could be had. I think if someone took the time to, to fiddle with it, I like these games where like they leave it open for uh, your own personal interpretation. Uh, the brand. That's the way I like to do it. So, your thoughts on medical games? You think we had a? What do you think about this? I mean, these were drastically different games. I actually enjoyed both of them in a sick way. Yours was could have both of them could have been better, but, but I guess both both could be yours could be much worse. Yours, yeah, your st your starting line was a lot higher than my starting line. I did not like Rex. Uh, I thought it had way too many problems and didn't do nearly enough stuff right. Ambulance, I thought, was absolutely wonderful uh, and, and had a lot of extra flair. You know, one thing an ambulance has got on it, right? A wheel! Bob, you get it? Transition time! Whoa! Oh what do we got this week to bring? It's horrible. Uh, we added... Uh, Star Warish games. Oh, wow. Uh, by Bajaco. These are games that are obviously influenced by Star Wars, but don't hold the Star Wars license. And 
For our Retro Rewind, we have The Virtual Boy. It's funny, I just a few weeks ago watched the, the classic TV movie Battle Beyond the Stars. <laughs> so this, I'm in the right mood for that one. Fire this sucker up, the Brit. And the winner is... We've got... Video rental exclusives. Oh. A suggestion by Pachucko. I got two on the wheel. How did that happen? Good Lord. So that means next week, Brent, we'll have to look at games that were exclusively available for rental. This was like, of course, this is going to limit the situation here to stuff like Genesis, the Super Nintendo, the Nintendo cartridge-based system yeah. uh, that you, you go to Blockbuster normally and would get these. Uh, this might be hard to research, too. I hope there's a list of these. But that'll be fun. I, it's funny. I've watched videos here and there where they mentioned that they were exclusively uh, rentals. It's a that crazy off, concept. Doesn't to me. that often mean that they're garbage? It does, right? No, I, I already know what I'm picking. You said I, that last week, and you didn't pick what you were going to pick. That's true. So, and you picked my game instead. So who knows? Whatever I pick, you know, he's going to try to hork it. That's yeah. the darn trick. Hey, listen, just a quick tip. Uh, as this releases, uh, we will be just a few days away from BAM. Operation Eagle Claw, BGW Action, uh, Battleground Wrestling, local wrestling here in Tays Valley. Join myself and the boat. Um, Professor Wrestling is going to be uh, on vacation. He's going to miss this one. But in his place, we're going to actually have some of the wrestlers come over and join us for commentary, including, from what I've heard, the Celtic Tiger will be involved in doing some commentary. So what if, for Ireland's own, Celtic Tiger is going to be there. Who would have thought that an Irish wrestler would somehow find his way to uh, scenic and beautiful Tays Valley, West Virginia? Uh, to do all this wrestling over to Wave Pool, but my God, he's here. So it should be a lot of fun. Uh, we'll, it'll be on our Twitch channel. Uh, join us for free, live, professional wrestling. Bam. One last item of note, uh, and then now I'll, I'll start plugging this in, in the coming weeks and months. Uh, actually, not months. Uh, we have decided that uh, Saturday, September the 2nd, it's going to be international. No, oh, you finally picked Computer it. Computer huh? Club. We're going to get this. Uh, I should have the uh, sign-up sheet up today, and we will be doing International Computer Club, 5 o'clock uh, Eastern Standard Time, U.S. time. It will be International Computer Club. International Computer Club is the concept where we get together in sort of a, uh, a meeting-like environment, like a Zoom meeting, and then we just talk about various projects we've got going on. Everyone will get a chance to take the floor for 15 or 20 minutes or half hour. Uh, some people will submit a video. Some people will do a live presentation. We've had people have us tour their homes while we're there or give us a look at their collection, review, book reviews, video game reviews, anything that fits in the realm of fun gaming and computing, consoles, computers. It's all open fair for this. Should be a good time. So that's international. Computer Club, the Brent. Should be a lot of fun. Any parting thoughts, Brent, as we uh, whiz away in our ambulance? <laughs> um, no. That's all we got, everybody. Until then, bye. Pay your medical insurance. Whoop.